Tonight begins their, our series, Worth a Thousand Words, and tonight we're considering the picture of dust. Our second scripture reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Listen to the word of the Lord. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal bodies. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. This is the word of the Lord. Our church is blessed by having people who come from many different backgrounds. For many of us, the idea of Lent and Ash Wednesday is incredibly bizarre. About as odd as putting a bunch of ashes on your forehead and then going to H-E-B right afterwards and feeling guilty if you were to wipe it off. This is an odd experience and it's meant to be so. This odd experience is meant to, to awaken us, to open up our eyes to the things that we might choose to ignore, basic truths of who we are and how this life is meant to be that oftentimes we can, we can successfully ignore it in our life. One of the things in which we ignore, we find here in this passage. This passage is chocked full with contradictions. Being veiled and unveiled, seeing the light and being blind, jars of clay and treasure, the death of Jesus, the light and life of Christ. If we were to be honest, in many ways this speaks to our life and the human condition. We are full of contradictions. That's what Ash Wednesday is all about. It's about us taking a good look in the mirror. This is the doorway in which we have to enter through to truly experience the season of Lent. We enter through this day with sober reflection on the walking contradictions which we are. We're redeemed, yet we still need grace. We've been made whole, yet we're incredibly broken. We've been rescued and welcomed home, but we still choose to wander. We take Paul's words to heart 
this call for us to courageously be honest. He says here, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception. This is the call of Lent, to set aside deception and actually come to see ourselves more clearly. Today is the day in which we strip away all the pretense, the incredible way we can craft our image. We're called to be aware of our own limitations, not only our moral limitations, but also the limitations that we just experience in being human. And in this day, we're jarred awake not to act like any other day. We become familiar with these simple truths of life, that indeed, we are human, we're frail, and our days are numbered. Interestingly here, Paul uses the idea and the image of jars of clay. For Paul's day, clay jars were incredibly common. They were littered everywhere, useful in, in many different ways. If you were to do an excavation over some place in the Middle East, what you would find more common than anything else is shards of Jake, uh, jar clays. They would be everywhere. So perhaps what Paul is trying to say here is you people, you church in Corinth, do not forget that you are like jars of clay. You're ordinary, you're fragile, you're common. It's a very uplifting message, right? <laughs> this harkens back to Genesis 2 in which we find here the creator God, how he reached into the dust and created humanity. Really? Out of everything in creation, you chose dust? <laughs> Couldn't there have been something a little bit more spectacular, a little bit more beautiful? It's interesting, the next chapter actually, when uh, right after Adam and Eve cho chose to fall, they, uh, God gives the serpent a, uh, a curse. You will crawl around the belly on the rest of the days of your life, and you will eat dust. So God's the one that originated the saying, eat my dust, right? <laughs> as much as we might not want to be fragile clay, it is who we are. And Ash Wednesday is this day when we shrug off all other identities and we begin to embrace our humanity more. When we sought our self-deception. We stop trying to dress up clay jars to look more noble. We're not marble we're not bronze. We're just clay jars. And did you hear Paul's description of these clay jars? We're fragile. We're hard-pressed on every side. We're perplexed. We're struck down. We're human. And in many ways, Ash Wednesday is a preparation for the ultimate human journey that leads to death. And this is one of the greatest things that we might be guilty of self-deception living with this constant lie that we might not actually have to face death. Just as Ash Wednesday is the doorway in which we have to walk through to experience Lent, so is the doorway of death that will come to each of us. It is only after we embrace our humanity, it is only after we remember our fragility, that we get to truly begin to embrace the beauty and the promise and the hope that we have. When we deny that on the front end, our joy and our gratitude become smaller and smaller. Yes, we're fragile, ordinary clay jars, 
But did you hear the rest of Paul's description of who we are? We're fragile, we're hard-pressed on every side, we're perplexed, we're struck down. But he includes this. We're not crushed. We're not in despair. Praise God that we're not abandoned and that we're not destroyed. Yes, we're fragile, ordinary, clays of jar, but we have this treasure. And that which was ordinary and common and earthly is given incredible significance, incredible value, incredible beauty. We hold this treasure. This shows the power of God that takes the ordinary and makes it beautiful. That dust in the hands of the Father Creator can actually bear God's own image. And Paul says it like this. The same voice that said, let light shine out of darkness, has spoken his light to shine within our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed, where of all places, that God's glory would be displayed in the face of a person in Christ. Yes, he was God's own son. Yes, we celebrate Jesus' divinity. But God's master plan of salvation came through the human experience. Fragile, common, earthly. This is the picture of God's glory, is in the person of Christ. And this promise moves us to Easter. It gives us such hope as we remember the treasure in which we hold. But this season of Lent, my encouragement to you is to fight the urge to rush to Easter. Hold it back. We have to learn to fight this temptation. Because for now, here we are in Ash Wednesday. Here we are in our humanity in our brokenness, and in our need. Fragile, broken people who seem to be cracking on the sides already. But put yourself in the potter's hand. Put your honesty, your fragility, your mortality, and all of your contradictions in the potter's hand. And perhaps the same voice will speak light into you. And the light of Christ will shine in our hearts and give you the, the glory of God through the face of Christ might be able to make its home within us. Give up all other pretenses. For you are but human. You are clay. You are ash. And you are dust.